Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 46 and be with me in the book of Hebrews. Today, the big question is, who belongs to me? And we're going to ask that question by ourselves because we're going to look to a person from the New Testament who is referred in the Old Testament who does this so well. And it's Rahab, female. And secondly, she's also known, quote unquote, Rahab the prostitute. So we're going to look to prostitutes today for a great example. So we're, we're going to go to our official verse, which is in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 31. By faith, Rahab, the prostitute, did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. Okay, so by faith, Rahab did not perish. She was saved out of a disobedient people who were getting exactly what they deserved. So specifically... She is publicly named and identified as someone who did not live her sexual life according to God's plan. So she puts parts of her body, she gave parts of her body that were designed only for her husband or her future husband to those who were not her husband. And she touched parts of others' bodies that were meant only for their wives. And she did this for money, transactional, as if money was the most important thing, as if money made it okay. And before any of us get on our high horse and say, well, I've never done that for money, Jesus tells us that the sexual part or sexual purity uh, also applies to our mind. So the question for everybody listening here today is, have you ever thought about giving part of your body to another who is not your spouse? Or have you ever thought about receiving the part, the body part of another who is not your spouse? So that shuts just about everybody's mouth, and I don't know if anybody who's ever done that perfectly, either A, with their zipper, or B, with their mind. So let's nobody get on their high horse today. Let's look in this story for God's mercy and for the hand that this this wonderful person, Rahab, had, uh, had for us. So maybe... If I have the sin of Rahab, maybe I can have the faith of Rahab. So this story goes back to Joshua chapter 2, which uh, Joshua, the son of Nun, sent two men secretly as spies, saying, Go view the land. Um, And they went and they came to the house of a prostitute whose name was Rahab and lodged there. So they were sent to go search out the land. And... uh, She hides them and she says to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that the fear of you has fallen upon us, uh, those in Jericho. She's in the city of Jericho. She lives in the wall. And the inhabitants of the land melt away from you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites. And as soon as we heard it, our hearts melted, and there was no spirit left in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in the heavens above and on the earth beneath. So we see Rahab give this confession here. And then she asks, please deal kindly uh, with me and deal kindly with my father's house and give me a sure sign that you will save alive my father, my mother, my brothers, my sisters, and all who belong to them and deliver our lives from death. And so the, uh, the spies agree and they say, when we come into the land, you shall tie this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. That's how they escaped. 
and you shall gather into your house your father, your mother, your brothers, your sisters, and all your household. So we see that Rahab acts faithfully and contemporaneously with her sin. So when was she saved? She was saved when she was a prostitute, when she was stinky, when she was an enemy of God. Remember, God only saves sinners when they are sinners, and he only receives those who have offended him. And herds is specifically and publicly named in the sexual ways, in, in, in sexual ways. So uh, her physical rescue is based on what she believed about God. For the Lord your God, He is in the heavens above and on earth. Verse eleven there it reminds me of Romans ten nine. For if you confess uh, in, with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. And then, this is the cool part of the story, I think, or at least the visual part of the story, is she gets to act as a lifeboat for her mother and father and brothers and sisters and all who belong to them. So the, the crazy concept today is that sometimes the faith of one person counts for or at least helps another. It's also in the Bible with Lydia and Peter and Job, other people too. So think of who belongs to you today. That's the question I really want to leave you with, is who belongs to you, and can you have a hand in, I know that God does all the saving, but can you have a hand in the salvation of a relative or somebody that belongs to you? So the question is, who belongs to you that God wants to belong to him? So he has, we have this picture of the scarlet cord. And who would you tie that cord around? Who would you cram into your apartment and let that cord stand for the faith of them? Who belongs to me? Who belongs to those who belong to them? And who am I associated with? Well, that could be by blood or it could be just by warmth, by affection. Who could be associated with me by activity or maybe by location or neighborhood? And who would I tie this scarlet cord of salvation around? Who are my people, basically? Who might my faith help in their time of great need? And grace always spills over from the Lord as the source. That's, that's his business. And sometimes it spills over through people. So there was fire and fear and judgment and penalty and justice and pain and crushing on that day when Jericho, the walls came tumbling down. Uh, but not, not in Rahab's house. So we have to look past her sin, past her wrongdoing, and look to her faith, look to the scarlet cord, look to the people that she crammed into her uh, apartment. So does Jesus see those who have lived a disorder sexual life? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Is repentance available? Oh, yes. Is there rescue amidst a fully disobedient people? Absolutely. It's Rahab. And do you belong to God? And if so, who belongs to you that God wants to belong to him? Who would I choose to stuff into my apartment, tie the scarlet cord around? And what can God do? He does the big business here. I, I agree with that. But the question today is, who? what can I do? Rahab here does a lot. Who belongs to me? Who can I have, I have faith for in a sense? Who can I uh, have my faith spill over for? Who can I tie this scarlet cord around? Sometimes one person's faith is bigger than themselves. So let's look to Rahab the prostitute. Not Rahab the prostitute, but Rahab the faithful. Thanks for listening.